0: You're
1: listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Love Talk Live. I'm your host, Jamie Bronstein, and today I have with me Dr. John Gray. Welcome.
0: I'm so happy to be with you, Jamie.
1: So happy and honored to do this interview today today. You are a legend, and I know you've been in this field for so long, and so I'm so excited to talk to you and have you inspire the viewers. Um, But before we get into the topics, I'm going to read to everybody a little bit about John Gray, not that um, people don't know about you, but so Dr. John Gray is the author of the most well-known and trusted relationship book of all time, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. USA Today listed his book as one of the top 10 most influential books of the last quarter century. In hardcover, it was the number one best-selling book of the 1990s. Dr. Gray's books are translated into approximately 45 languages in more than 100 countries and continues to be a bestseller. Dr. Gray has written over 20 books. His most recent book is Beyond Mars and Venus, New Relationship Skills for Our Complex Modern World. His Mars Venus book series has forever changed the way men and women view their relationships. John helps men and women better understand and respect their differences in both personal and professional relationships. His approach combines specific communication techniques and healthy nutritional choices that create the brain and body chemistry for lasting health, happiness, and romance. And we are going to talk about that later. I can't wait. His many books, blogs, and free online workshops at marsvenus.com provide practical insights to improve relationships at all stages of life and love An advocate for health and optimal brain function. He also provides natural solutions for overcoming depression, anxiety, and stress to support increased energy, libido hormonal balance and better sleep. He has appeared repeatedly on Oprah as well as the Dr. Oz show today, CBS this morning, good morning America and others. He has been profiled in times Forbes, USA today and people. He has also been the subject of a three-hour special hosted by Barbara Walters. John Gray lives in Northern California, where for 34 years he was happily sharing his life with his beautiful wife Bonnie until her passing in 2018. They have three grown daughters and four grandchildren. He is an avid follower of his own health and relationship advice. Well, th- just right there. I love that you are you're not you're not just talking the talk, but you're walking the walk.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm a lucky guy. You know, it's hard to do this stuff if you're not talking about it every day. (laughs) It's real easy. (laughs) I kind of go, oh, yeah, I have to remember to do that and remember that. Uh, So many people don't have that advantage of being able to hear what works over and over. Our brains are programmed to do what doesn't work because (laughs) they were designed at a different time in our history.
1: Yes. But I love that you are you're living what you're teaching because not everybody does that. That's in, you know, that's in our positions of of being coaches, therapists, um, doctors (laughs) like you. Okay. So my first question for you is, and this could be like a simple answer. This could be complex, but from your experience, what is the key to a lasting, successful romantic relationship slash marriage?
0: You know, there's so many good ideas out there. And if we were living uh, maybe a hundred years ago, even 50 years ago, they would probably all work to various degrees because you know people are not stupid. We have customs and traditions that work to to great extent. I grew up in a family where my parents were very happy. They never got a divorce. I never saw them arguing and fighting. They probably stopped having great sex after about 10 years, but you know that was expected. Most people were lucky if they had sex after the honeymoon. So you know that was their that was their expectations. That was their needs. My mother particularly wanted to have children. She had seven children, six boys. She was very happy. My dad did his job. That's all she expected. He earned money and he was the policeman. If the boys didn't listen to her, she said, I'm going to tell your father and you'd get punished. (laughs) So things were simpler there in terms of men and women. And today our expectations are dramatically higher. People want to have passion. They want to feel connection. They feel it in the beginning and it goes away and they go, something's wrong. And uh, and when you when you have expectations and wishes and wants and they don't get fulfilled, you're unhappy and nobody wants to be with an unhappy partner. So divorce is very common because today's people, women and men today, require a different kind of fulfillment in relationships. That connection and passion and empathy, understanding is a, a, a big requirement. And it, the big it, the big change is women today don't need men. Used <laughs> to My mother needed my dad. I remember about the sixth year of my marriage and Bonnie says, you know, John, I depend on you. <laughs> I went, oh, I had to grow up. Uh, when, yeah. when, men feel, when men feel needed, they're the best they mm. can. And when women feel I can get the need, I can get my needs supported by someone, they become their best. And while these can sound like mass generalizations and so forth, because you know I, I need love just as much as she does, but actually I need it in a different way. And that's where the secret of success today in relationships is if we can boil it down to two things, it's understanding how men and women are different, which we really don't understand yet fully. We get it, but we don't really know the depths of it, how we can fully support each other's unique needs, which are not as important to one sex as the other. And then when you understand that, then you get the second need, which is our element of a successful relationship is accountability. You know, when, if you're in a relationship and so many people have, and you don't realize what you did to contribute to that problem, You have no confidence or trust that you can ever trust yourself because, you know, you fall in love. You think this is the one, and then it doesn't turn out. How can you trust yourself unless you understand how you contributed to the relationship? And that's just starting over just in a relationship. Every time there's a problem, understanding how you're accountable for what happened. And if you understand that you can then make a change within yourself. And everybody knows if you want different results, you must change something in your strategy and in your approach. And in some cases, you have to change partners without a doubt if your partner's unwilling to grow. And I'd say that's the third thing is that you're actually growing together. Mm-hmm. You know, for 34 years, Bonnie and I, we had our upsets. We had our problems just like everybody else. But unlike everybody else that I've counseled, at least, we grew closer as a result of those issues. We grew closer. We learned how to relate to each other better. We had deeper understanding of where they're coming from. So we don't take things so personally. If she's having a bad day. I don't expect her to think I'm her hero. So I don't I don't take it so personally. If, if I just uh, need to go to my cave, she doesn't take it personally. She goes, you know, I'm lucky to have a husband who always comes out of the cave with more love. So that's awesome. the idea is you have to grow in love. You have to understand each other so you can, and you can be accountable for recognizing what changes I need to make in every situation. There's not any situation in a relationship where there's conflict, misunderstanding, that you don't have a role to play. And when you can understand your role, then you can solve the problem. And your partner will be more inclined to see themselves as a part of the problem rather than the problem. Because if you see your partner partner as a problem, they get defensive and there's no Mm -hmm. chance of change. So that would be the answer to your first question.
1: And kind of the second. And I have so many things to say. Well, let's just start with that part right there, because I always say that you don't have to even understand each other, but just, validate what the other person is saying so that they feel seen and heard.
0: Well, you're speaking from the woman's point of view and absolutely. And I would reframe it a little bit and say, men, you don't have to fully agree with what she's saying, but you need to come from a place of understanding that she's going to see the world differently. And if she's in pain, you need to recognize that that's valid. And if she has a need, you have to recognize that's valid. And the problem is that men don't, uh have the same needs exactly like women there's we all have the same needs but there's a potency that goes with each of them like one partner might need something more like a man generally needs more space a woman will feel i need more space if a man is hypercritical yes we understand that but the passion is not going to grow but you can have a great relationship good communication and the man will need more space now why do i say that <laughs> because i've been doing this 50 years And I have the thing in my book called the man cave, the cave. This has become accepted everywhere. And that's one of the chapters in Men Are From Mars, the man cave. The other chapter that follows it right away is women need to talk. Okay. Now, a lot of women will say to me, they don't need to talk. They're too busy. And I say, that's why you don't have sex anymore. That's why you're not interested. That's why you're not feeling the connection and the passion. Because you don't realize you need to talk and you need to train your husband, your boyfriend, how to listen. You can't expect them to do it. Well, a lot of women, they're so on their male side, solving problems, they're not on their female side. And one aspect of the female side is talking about problems mm-hmm. and then going deeper is talking about the emotions it triggers when you have problems in your life, when something happens and you don't like it to be able to talk about it. Freud actually explained this one really well. If we have, if there's issues that are bothering us and we suppress them, when we come home, they come out on our partner. That's well known, yeah. that's a that's hundred years of information right there. And so what I teach women is if you want a man to hear what's coming out of you, talk about the things outside the home that are bothering you, but not him. And ironically, when you learn how to be vulnerable about what's happening in your life and not blaming him, he actually can hear you better and you can go more vulnerable. And vulnerable means, which is what men want. Men want to experience in a woman her vulnerability. And a woman wants to experience his caring and concern for her. You see, there's a a place of men and women where men need to enter in and women need to open up and receive. And we have to figure out how to create safety for her to open up and receive and for men to penetrate in her. For example, listening. That's why I teach men. You got to listen. You got to ask questions. You got to show interest and begin in baby steps. You don't have to be perfect at this. But if you get angry with her, the message she gets is it's not safe for me to talk. And now you're shutting down her ability to be happy in the relationship. Anger is a destroyer of relationships. Not so much for women being angry, it's men. If a man opens his mouth when he's angry, it will shut a woman down. It pushes her for a male side to protect her rather than to feel he is your protector. So if a man is angry, he needs to acknowledge, look, I need to take some time. I'm sorry, but I need to take my time. I'll process what's going on inside of me. I need to think about it and I'll come back. And you know, for me, it was real easy. My wife would say, you're not in your heart, John. I don't want to listen to you. I said, okay, okay, I'll go to my case, I'll come
1: back. I love it, yes. She and called you out.
0: She trained, but she trained me. You see, it's not like a judgment, it's understanding how men and women interact differently. And if she's angry and upset. I do my very best to not be reactive. And men can do this much better than women by instinct, if their heart is open. Now, some women cannot take it personally because they closed their heart a man can have his heart open and just simply detach from his own emotions, which many therapists and psychologists would say, oh, you're suppressing your feelings. You need to talk about your feelings. No, no. He needs to learn how to hear somebody else's feelings. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. many women talk about the non-emotional man, unavailable emotional man. I go, no, you're the one who's unavailable. You don't share your feelings. And then she'll tell me why she doesn't. Is because he's always doing what I tell men not to do. Don't interrupt her. Don't laugh at her. Don't minimize her. Don't solve her problem, but focus on just asking questions, empathizing, trying to get in her point from her point of view without fixing, letting her fix herself. You see, we're capable now fixing ourselves, but for women to feel good. Now we get into the biology. Mm -hmm. For women to feel good. They're generally speaking there. She needs 10 times, 20 times more female hormones, estrogen and progesterone at different times of the month, they need to be balanced. That's a big subject that's in my book beyond Mars and Venus. So going beyond the more traditional challenges couples have, I had 25 years later, I had to update that book with the understanding that women today are more independent than ever before. And their big issue is why do I need a man? If you don't need a man and you don't feel your need for a man in your life, you won't have a man in your life or you'll have a sleeping man in your life. Men are motivated by need. If you don't need him, because that means he's going to be rewarded. It's like that. And he has to first learn to feel needed by the world before he's even ready for a woman. Then he has to feel good about himself. Success in a man, I feel needed, I fulfill, I'm successful. That boosts his testosterone. I'm needed. And somebody says, I'm not good enough. I didn't do it right. I'm not okay. Then my testosterone goes down. Now what we know about men is that men need 10 times to 20 times more testosterone than a woman biologically. And if he doesn't have those stimulate, if the world is not stimulating those hormones inside of him, if attitude is not stimulating those hormones inside of him, he will be depressed. He will be irritable. He will be. A, he won't be able to be aroused and turned on to his partner. He'll only be able to do porn. Uh, intimacy, he can't handle intimacy. Can't be close mm. because he's not getting the messages that he's successful. And men become addicted to porn because it gives him a burst of estrogen when he ejaculates. Women are addicted to complaining because when you complain, you get a, a burst of estrogen, but it's destructive to the relationship and it doesn't sustain the estrogen, unless you had a man that you could complain to. And he says, oh, I totally understand it. I get it. I kneel before you, I will change right away. And then tomorrow he's changed. It doesn't work that way. If you complain to a man, it knocks down his testosterone. His ability to create change and transformation and be a better man is dependent upon messages that say he's a success, not messages that says he's a failure. So this is the biology. Women need more estrogen, 10 times more, 20 times more to have an orgasm. And if she's not getting the support, supporting herself to have enough estrogen and the man supporting her are not interfering with her ability to make estrogen. So these are new skills. Women in the past, they didn't need to make more estrogen because they weren't so independent. See, independence produces testosterone and testosterone is not estrogen. So most of your day you're making testosterone. It feels good, but it's not estrogen. And so nothing is ever good enough. And so your mind goes into a, a loop of complaining, always looking for what's wrong rather than looking for what's right. When your estrogen levels are balanced, they come up. Your brain looks at what's good. When your estrogen is low, we know this all unhappy women have low estrogen or at, at the time after ovulation, they have too high estrogen because they're upset about things, emotions, and their progesterone levels are too low. So women are complicated, you know, and so the hormones at different times of the month dramatically change. For men, they don't. It's every day. It goes up and down. <laughs> Testosterone goes up and goes down. Uh, we're much simpler when you understand us. I get women that I can't understand men because we don't think, we don't react, we don't instinctively do what women do when you feel love for someone, and by understanding first, he doesn't understand you. You don't take things so personally because you think it's in a sense. I need you to just listen and hold me, give me hugs, say nice things. <laughs> you know, he did it once. Why should he do it again? That this is a man's thinking. So many different ways we think. So many different needs women have: the need for romance, the need for attention, the understanding, caring, helping out. And helping out around the house, if she's out working all day and you're out working all day, she needs help around the house. How do you retrain a man's brain to do that without being bored out of his mind and unwilling to do it? It's training. You see, men are trained for centuries. You don't do housework. You don't do housework and housework doesn't pay. And you know, women, that you want a husband who makes enough money to support you or at least Mm -hmm. equal And So you want a man to be able to make money. So his mind is always make money. Men don't buy relationship books. They buy making money books so they can have loving relationships. You have to retrain and you can retrain. This is my whole art is how you retrain a man is by women understanding what their new needs are and how to communicate those needs without blaming him, without complaining to him. And for some women, how do you do that? I don't know. Well, that's why you read my books.
1: Well, I love that you talk about accountability and owning up because that is so, so important instead of blaming, owning. And also, I love how you're talking about how you're talking about how empathy is so important in a relationship. And I love how you're talking about hormones because hormones are this this underlying factor that people don't think about until you start to become aware of it. And I also love how you're talking about these these gender roles, like how men need to feel needed, because I completely agree with you and with the society that we're living in now, with these independent women, men are feeling less like they're not as needed. And men are needed. We need you.
0: We love you. And men may, may not have the words for it. From my books, it's becoming out more out there to say men need to feel needed, but they they don't necessarily what they need is a woman to feel happy. (laughs) Okay. Now you feel happy when somebody's giving you what you need. And Mm -hmm. that's what men will say when men are unhappy in a relationship and they're ready to leave. I'll say, okay, what's the bottom line? They always say the same thing. He says, no matter what I do, it never makes her happy. I mean, waiting all the time or she's dissatisfied or she doesn't light up when she sees him. I mean, what, what is a, a good definition of a loving wife for men I tell them or for women to learn is same thing for a friend, which is to delight in your presence without any motivation to change them.
1: Yes. Yeah. No <laughs> judgments. Yes. Acceptance. Yeah.
0: At, the, at the same time, it's not like you have to just everything stays static. No, it's growing together and learning each other and you communicate those as requests which, you know, there was a guy back in 40 years ago, he talked about convert your desires into preferences. You see, Mm. a preference is as a request without a demand behind it. But if any request you make is basically so conditional, it's saying that unless you change, I can't be happy. And that's putting the burden on your partner, whether that be a man or a woman, you know, your wife's unhappy and you say, you know, what's wrong with you? Why can't you appreciate all I do for you? You've just told her that She's bad. you, 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 you right. withholding right. your love instead of like if I'm not in a loving place for you, whether it be man or woman, that's my issue. I need to look at that and find my happiness. So this is sort of expands our awareness of successful relationships is where you, where your partner is dessert and your life is the main meal. You go to your partner to become happier right. rather than to make you happy. And you also can go to your partner with requests that can help you, find your happiness inside. And that's a great new skill that women can learn, which is to come home from work a few times a week. And when this is stressful day and say to your partner, I'm so happy to see you. He wonders why. And you say, I just want to talk about my day. There was a lot of stress. I want to express my feelings about it and then let it go. I just need you to listen. Don't say anything. Don't fix anything. All you have to do is look at me and don't speak. You can ask questions in a nice way, but in the beginning, just hear me. And then she talks for only be 10 minutes, only five minutes for some guys. You know, some it's like in sex, how many guys can last 10 minutes? (laughs) You got to like train to do these things. (laughs) So so you say to basically give me five minutes, give me 10 minutes. I just want to talk about my day. And then she can become articulate. A new way of communicating is not the I feel statements. I feel this emotion statement. You see, often people, women will say, I feel like nobody cares about me. Well, Nobody's going to relate to that. But if you say, I feel disappointed today because they did this, and it feels, I feel disappointed that nobody's looking at me, a man can relate to emotions. He can't relate to your, your perspective of the world so much. And what you want is somebody, like you said, validate. Well, you can always validate somebody's pain if they're not blaming you. And all negative emotions are expressions mm-hmm. of pain. So women have to learn how to communicate emotions without blaming. The easy way to do that is. Talk about things that have nothing to do with him. And so if he doesn't feel attacked, he can hear. Men are amazing if they don't feel attacked. Whereas, yeah. and, and so, and a woman might say, Yes, but I need to share these feelings so he'll change. Well, that's the sign you need to not share those feelings with him. You need to share feelings about other things that will raise your estrogen. Then your need to change him goes away. And now you can start to ask for little changes, so one step at a time. As as a request, as a preference, what would make you happy? And while that's a concept, hard to put into practice. That's why I have so many examples in my books. But let me give one quick example. I know we have such a short time together. A quick example is one of the little things I did that annoyed Bonnie crazy was I, I if I walk from the bedroom to the kitchen and back to the bedroom, it's the length of a football field. So there's a lot of lights on the way. So I'll be turning on lights, turning off lights, whatever. So She gets so annoyed because I'd always forget some lights. Okay. (laughs) she says, you got to turn out the lights. Why don't you turn out the light? So it never changed for many, many years. And then she changed her approach. And suddenly I changed. And she said, John, she came into the kitchen one day and she was smiling. And always men take notice when a woman is truly happy. And she smiled and she said, John, I've noticed you've been turning out the light lately. And I really appreciate that sometimes you still forget. And I just want to remind you how good it makes me feel. And then she walked out of the room. It's three possible. times. And now, I, even to this day, she's passed on. I feel love for her as I turn out that light. You know, I'm thinking about her. because She gave me a positive message. If women could just learn, complaints never work. Learning to be happy, foundation, then to express your preferences in the right way that works for your partner.
1: And I love the positive reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Two more things, but I feel like you can they kind of all go together and we kind of already talked about a little bit of it, but um healthy nutritional choices that create the brain and body chemistry for lasting health, happiness, and romance, and also natural solutions for overcoming depression, anxiety, and stress. Go, you're in the hot seat. Okay,
0: so we'll look at natural solutions as something on the outside, but what we've been talking about is for optimal brain function and is keeping your stress levels low and by regulating your stress level by understanding if I'm stressed and I'm a woman, I need to focus on getting support to raise estrogen. And if he's in his cave, having a life that stimulates my estrogen. And so I list out all these estrogen stimulating activities, but basically anything where you're not hurried, where you're not rushed, where you're not feeling, where you feel I can have, havingness, and I can depend and I can get, or I get to do. These are all aspects of estrogen production. Now for a man, it's all what I can do myself. And that's why if if a man's stressed, he needs to take cave time to do something that makes him feel good, that doesn't depend on his partner. If it depends on his partner, his estrogen is going up rather than his testosterone. Then once it up, then he can go and and, and feel the intimacy and the love, which is on his female side. So that's the, the, the so these are all stress reduction things, which is good for your health. We know that your immune system shuts down when you're stressed. We know your digestion shuts down when you're stressed. We know that detoxification in the body doesn't occur if you're stressed. So the healthiest thing you can do besides a good diet is lowering your stress levels. But let me say something most people are not aware of because we've been getting all the wrong information. Saturated fats are so, so helpful for you. Mm Omega-6 vegetable oils are like death to the body. These are these seed oils, safflower, canola, uh, uh, olive oil is like only 10% linoleic acid, uh, egg, egg yolks and butter and um, coconut oil are like one or 2% linoleic acid. It's now shown the latest research is linoleic acid. I form most of omega-6 is linoleic acid. Uh, is what causes all this metabolic syndrome of high blood sugar, diabetes, heart disease, all these problems. If you eat a meal and you feel tired afterwards for three weeks, just cut out any anything that has seed oils. Now that would be everything in a package. So eat real food for a while and you'll notice you'll lose weight. If you're overweight, your brain will work better. Everything works better without any extreme dietary changes. Having said that, even for better longevity, now I'm, I'm like 70 years old. My testosterone is 50% higher than I was a young man. I have sex quite often. <laughs> I'm fully fully alive. I jump into my cold pool every day. Uh, you know, I meditate every day. That's the great thing about retirement. You have even more time. Although I'm not really retired. I yeah, I mean
1: you're working I, a lot.
0: I, I I work a lot, but I, I get more time to do these things that keep me young and healthy and vibrant. Now, when it comes to depression, again, the cause of depression in men is anything that is causing you to have low testosterone and for women, anything causing you have low estrogen or progesterone. Having said that, there are extra things you can do with nutritional support. One of the most powerful things I'll say to anybody who is depressed, not that it's all you have to do the things, make your life better, you know, stimulate yourself in ways that make you feel loved and special and understood, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But so many people actually people have nothing to complain about are the most depressed people. You know, this is rich people. They're so depressed. They're so unhappy in their marriages. They got nothing to complain about in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they live like kings and queens today. So having said that, what is the mystery? Well, the mystery is that for men, when they don't have to do anything because they're rich, they get to do they enjoy doing. They do what they love to do, and what happens is too much estrogen gets produced. Their testosterone goes down. You have to toughen up. That's why I do all kinds of disciplines. I go to the gym. You know, I'm building up my weights. You know, and I jump in the cold pool. I do things, and also I work. You know, these are things you have to do to produce testosterone if you're a man. But women, you need less work, more enjoyment, more fun, more play, more relationships of personal kind, intimate mm-hmm. kind relationship with nature, talking. You know, this. These are all different needs. To, that I outline very clearly for people to help them find their balance. That will stop depression. I, although having said that, we do have sort of programming that comes from be, before learning all these things. So there's a tendency to forget what I'm teaching and do the old things and resist doing the new things. So one of the most powerful little supplements, the cheapest supplement you can buy online, it's called lithium orotate. Now, you know, we know depression is uh, used to be they give you lithium carbonate for depression and it worked, except that you had symptoms of side effects from it. That's because they gave you 500 times the dose of what your brain actually needs. But when you eat sugar or you have high intense pleasurable experiences, your brain are negative experiences, just intensity depletes your brain of lithium. Lithium is so important for regulating the balance of dopamine, excitement and serotonin, which is relaxed and comfortable. So you see right now I'm super relaxed and comfortable and totally excited. I'm making both dopamine and serotonin. I have plenty of lithium in my brain to regulate that. This is cheap. It's uh, you know, it's all you take is one tiny little pill a day. It's four and a half milligrams of lithium bonded to orotic acid. You can't buy it in health food stores. You can buy it online. So you can go online and order lithium orotate. And, and it, the drug companies are telling you, oh, it doesn't work or it's dangerous to do because they're always looking at research that the doctors who right. gave 500 times the dose of lithium instead of this really micro dosing lithium. It's a salt. That's all it is. It's a salt. There's no side effect if it's bonded in, in the right dosage and anything too much of it. Too much of anything is bad for you. Too much magnesium, oh. diarrhea, You know, too much calcium. You have a heart attack. So, you know, we have to uh,
1: moderation
0: moderation. And so this is a moderate dose of lithium orotate, no side effects. Don't worry about it. Give it to your kids, give it to anybody who's stressed, knock stress levels down very quickly so that when you're doing these right things, your brain has the nutrition. I never look to a supplement or a drug to solve the problem. It's just that, you know, we have to be the architects of the house, but we need the building supplies. We need the nutrition. So that's one of the right away easy fix.
1: Okay. And I want you to plug all your websites and everything, but how many milligrams should someone take of that per day?
0: Four and a half milligrams. And twice a day, if you're somewhat ir- irritated, annoyed, unhappy, whatever, you can do it twice a day. No okay. possible side effect. And it's safe, it's cheap, and it works within days right away. And with kids with ADD, all it, other things are, I've written books on other things, but that is the most potent thing anybody could do that I see quick fix. And come to marsvenus.com and we have a wonderful course called Secrets of Great Sex. Another one called How to Get Your Me Time for Women Only which is teaches women how to be happy without depending on a man and then how to pull a man into your life to make you happier.
1: Mm, I love it. And then you have a Facebook group that you meet every week are you? I used
0: to, I don't anymore. I just do it on my website and you can come to yeah. marsvenus.com. You know, I did so many Facebooks and YouTube. Nobody was coming to my website. <laughs> i taking it off. You have to come to my website. Where okay, Really, really beautifully produced uh, topics all there.
1: Wonderful. And as always, everybody can find me at the relationshipexpert.com. Dr. John Gray, like I said, such an honor. You are wise beyond, and I just love learning and hearing everything that you had to say, and I know that the viewers are just going to love this so much. So thank you for joining us, and thank you, everyone, for watching, and join us every week. Love Talk Live on LA Talk Radio at 5 p.m. Pacific, and namaste.
0: Namaste. Thanks.
1: You're listening to Love Talk Live with the relationship expert, Jamie Bronstein, only on LA Talk
0: Radio.